Coming up today, more Islanders trade rumors, including how critical the next few games will be. And Bo versus Bo tonight as Bo Horvat faces Anthony Bavillier and the Vancouver Canucks. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so join me for some instant insight and analysis. And it's always great to interact with Islanders fans, game time and any time. So please do make sure to join me and, and reach out and we'll talk a little Isles hockey. Interesting notes going on and rumors surrounding the Islanders and their future, shall we say, uh, with regard to what is going to happen next to this team. And Elliot Friedman is, uh, again, making a comment on his 32 Thoughts blog. And here's what he said. Uh, Now that the Islanders have Horvat signed long-term, I think GM Lou Lamorello uses the next five to seven games to determine what he does for this season. And I think... What Lou is going to do, you look at the next five to seven games. So there's three more games left out of this early post-All-Star game situation where I mentioned you've got, you know, five games, 
four of them against teams that are not presently in the playoffs. So they beat Philadelphia, the one team they were going to face who's in the playoffs, Seattle. Now you have Vancouver, Montreal, and Ottawa as the next three games. So those are the teams that are not in the playoff hunt. And if you're talking about five to seven games, so that gives you two to four more games after that. Pittsburgh, one of the teams you're chasing in the race for the wild card spots. Boston in Boston, only the team with the best record in the league. At Pittsburgh, so you get another game against the Penguins. And then the Jets, Kings, and Jets. Rounding out, if you want to go to a full seven games. What Lou Lamorello is going to do is give Bo Horvat a little time to acclimate to the Islanders and the Islanders to acclimate to him. See, once the initial adrenaline of the acquisition wears off, what, where do the Islanders settle down to? We know goal scoring had been an issue, that they hadn't scored more than two goals in a game for nine games before beating the Kraken. After another couple of games where the excitement level and the adrenaline level is high and things start to settle down, do the Islanders score three, four goals a game more frequently? Or are they back to 2-1-0-1-2-0 where they're struggling to score goals? What does Bo Horvat add to this team now? And once Lou Lamorello makes that determination, that's when... According to Friedman, he is going to either look to add another goal scorer if he needs to do that, maybe look to add a breakout defenseman if that is something that uh, will help this team improve, maybe a depth forward if that's all he thinks the team needs. Certainly, I think if this team is playing better and looks like a playoff team, you're less likely to see Semyon Varlamov traded, less likely to see, uh, you know, a Zach Parise dealt, which I don't know if Lou would want to do anyway, but, you know, veterans who can help this team now, but you may want to deal down the road. If the Islanders go back and slump, no need to... uh, worry about jettisoning some jettisoning some of these players now because you're not going to make the playoffs anyway trade them away get some prospects get some draft picks free up some cap space and move on and if you can get somebody to take a Josh Bailey uh if you can get somebody to take a Scott Mayfield or a Semyon Varlamov uh if you're not in the playoffs that makes sense but if you're in the playoff hunt Then you're talking about, well, who am I going to add? What does this team need the most? And realistically, that means that if what Elliot Friedman is saying is accurate, and he usually has a pretty good ear to the ground as to what's going on around the league, but if, if that turns out to indeed be the case, then the next five to seven games are essentially an audition for this team. And we spoke about this on yesterday's show, that by acquiring Bo Horvat and adding uh, that piece to the recipe, and now the team is on a four-game winning streak, two games of which Horvat played in and had something to do with, uh, 
that is a vote of confidence in this team. Now you you sort of it's it's almost like you've added a new spice to the recipe. You let it simmer, you let it cook, you give it a little taste, and then you say, okay, what else does this soup need? And you figure it out. So let's see what happens next. But realistically, the next five to seven games, I think, will be critical for this hockey team in determining where they go from here. We know Bo Horvat is not just part of the team this year. He and and Matthew Barzal and hopefully Ilya Sorokin and Pelik and Pulak, these are Noah Dobson. These are the guys you're building this team around for the foreseeable future. And now we get to see who some of the supplementary parts might be. And, you know, do you go out and get a Vladimir Tarasenko? Is that somebody who you think could help this team? Uh, do you go out and and add more of a, a depth kind of a player, uh, like an Ivan uh, Barbashev? Do you get a veteran like Patrick Kane as a rental or a B- Brock Besser if you want to see if Vancouver wants to make another deal? These are some of the names that have been bandied about by different news outlets, but we'll see what ends up happening Uh whether it's time to swing for the fences or whether it's time to pull it back a little bit, we will find out over the next five to seven games. And of course, we will cover all of that for you as it happens right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We'll talk more about the impact of Bo Horvat and we'll preview Tonight's game where Anthony Bevilier comes back to UBS Arena and Bo Horvat faces his former team, the Vancouver Canucks. All that and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel app now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, or even who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, one word. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So, tonight, Islanders, Canucks at the UBS Arena. And let there be no doubt about it, this game is going to have some extra juice because we know Anthony Bevilier, it'll be emotional for him coming back to UBS Arena. I hope the fans give him a warm reception uh, as he returns. 
for all the things that Bo did for the Islanders during his time here. Yeah, at times he was a little disappointing or inconsistent, but also at times uh, he came up big in some big spots because, uh, you know, you think about some of the playoff performances he had during the Islanders' two long playoff runs. So there's that. And then for Bo Horvat, just a, a week and a half after being traded off the Vancouver Canucks, having to face his former team. Now, this time it's in New York. It's a home game on the island. But still, to be able to see his former teammates, it's got to be an emotional thing and a little bit strange for him. So let's see how that plays out. You know the building will be rocking. You know the players will be excited. And look, let's face it, this is a Vancouver Canucks team that has struggled. They had to fire their head coach about two weeks ago. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux out. So, you know, this is a team that has not lived up to expectations. They are... Uh, you know, below NHL 500 by six games at the time that I'm recording this. They are 30th in the league in goals allowed, which is not good when you consider they've played fewer games than every other team in their division right now. They're 12th in goals scored, but who is their leading goal scorer? Well, it's still Bo Horvat, and he's no longer on the, t the team. Bo has 31 goals as a Canuck. And uh, no other player has more than 22. And, you know, their goaltending has been a problem. The power play for Vancouver, middle of the road, 14th in the league. But the penalty kill, dead last right now. They only kill off 65.8% of opposing teams' power plays. Which means you get three power play chances against Vancouver, you should score at least one goal on average. We know the Islanders' power play is starting to show a little bit more life over the last couple of games, and certainly adding Bo Horvat should give a little bit more juice to the power play. But now you have a chance to get right on the power play, get things straightened out, take advantage of a weak PK, and go out there and get the job done. We'll talk about the line combinations for the Canucks uh, Elias Pettersson centers Andre Kuzmenko and Anthony Bavillier on the top line. Meanwhile, JT Miller is the center on the second line with Vasily uh, Podkolzin on his left, Connor Garland on his right, Sheldon Dreis is the third line pivot, Dakota Joshua and Brock Besser on either side of him, and Niels Amon centers Phil D. Giuseppe and Curtis Lazar on the fourth line. Quinn Hughes and Ethan Bear, the top defense pair, and Hughes is dangerous, like I think all the Hughes brothers. Oliver Ekman Larson and Luke Shen, the second defensive group, and Tyler Myers and Riley Stillman are the third unit. Meanwhile, in goal, Spencer Martin and Colin Delia are the duo. And look, the Canucks playing the Rangers on... Wednesday night, so the Islanders have a day off. The Canucks are in a back-to-back. -back. Spencer Martin facing the Rangers, so we will probably see uh, Delia, Colin Delia, against the Islanders as Vancouver plays their back-to-back.
what the Islanders really need to do in this game. And I think this is a perfect time to face a weak, inconsistent defensive team like the Canucks. You have to really put some pressure on Vancouver's defense, forecheck aggressively, get your power play going, get pucks on the net. I mean, you look at the goaltenders uh, right now, Spencer Martin, a 3-9-4 goals against average and an 8.75 save percentage. And Dalia, a 3-11 goals against average and an 8.93 save percentage. In other words, none of their goalies has a save percentage. 8.93 is as good as it is right now. Whether or not the Islanders will go back with Sorokin, who's coming off back-to-back shutouts, or turn around and, and and go with Varlamov and then see, you know, who plays their next game on Saturday afternoon against the Canadiens. That is going to be up to Lane Lambert. But defensively, this is a vulnerable team. Offensively, there are some dangerous players on this roster. JT Miller, Kuzmenko, uh, Pedersen, certainly, uh, and Quinn Hughes really makes the power play go. He has 20 power play assists to lead the team. There is some offensive talent here, but if the Islanders can continue to play the solid defense that they played in their last game against the Seattle Kraken, they should be just fine against the Vancouver Canucks. So hopefully we see a little bit more of that. This is an opportunity. You get your fifth win in a row if you win this game. You're at home. You're against a team coming off a back-to-back, going from west to east, traveling three time zones. You've got that extra emotional uh, component to this game because Bo Horvat is going up against his former team. It has all the ingredients of uh, of an exciting, aggressive, well-played game. I am looking forward to seeing it. And of course, we'll be back tomorrow with all of our updates on the game, our key takeaways, our, our unsung hero of the game, our go to the game, as only Locked On Islanders can bring it to you. So looking forward to that. And this should be uh, a big opportunity for the Islanders to pick up two more big points in the standings. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about, well, somebody who uh, maybe didn't get enough attention in the, uh, after the last game. Uh, I, I am talking about the player who got his very first goal in the NHL, very first NHL point, Samuel Bolduc. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the job he's doing, more of the impact of Bo Horvat and our Islanders' birthday of the day, all that still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, my personal favorite, cookies and cream. Not only does it taste great, but the macros are incredible. You have just 130 calories on average per bar, only 4 grams of sugar, but they pack 17 grams of protein. And look... 
We've been talking about Built Bar for a while. You know you can go to Built.com to order a box of your favorite flavors. But now you could also pick them up in person at Sam's Club or Walmart. So now you have a lot more choices as to how you're going to get your Built Bars. Check it out today. Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So wanted to talk a little bit about Samuel Bolduc. Uh, he has now played five games for the Islanders. And I, I got to say, I like what I see so far from this kid. And he has size. He has some offensive ability, and we saw that with the goal. He is a plus three in five games, which is uh, very, very good. And he he does a lot of the little, the little things right. Five games, nine hits. When you consider he's playing third pair minutes in those games, that's not bad. Five block shots in five games and six shots on goal. He is somebody with the potential to really develop into a very solid NHL defenseman. I like his size. I like his skill set. He needs more experience, but so far, to say to say it bluntly, so good. And here's what Lane Lambert had to say about Bolduc after the win over the Kraken. He sees the ice and he has vision. He's made a number of good breakout plays tonight and he has the ability to break through. He's very poised. And I think that is what you really want to see. Zach Parise, the veteran who's seen it all. Everyone in this room has been in that spot. You get excited as a player, but then as a teammate, I thought he's been playing very well. Bull Duke himself, it feels amazing to get his first NHL goal. It's something I'll never forget, especially at home with all the fans behind you. So, so far, so good right now for Samuel Bolduc, and I hope we see more from him. Uh, as for Alexander Romanov, he missed the game against the Kraken for personal reasons. Hopefully everything is okay with him. And according to uh, Lane Lambert, they don't expect Romanov to be out for long. He could be back tonight. We'll certainly know more before the game and check out the Twitter feed as we'll update you as soon as we hear about it. But meanwhile, wanted to talk a little bit more about Bo Horvat's uh, impact. Lane Lambert talking about it uh, and, and the fact that the team is energized by Horvat. I think it's a real thing. Our guys know what type of player he is and what his abilities are. They know what he can inject and bring into the team. There's no question that it has injected life in our team. It's been a real good thing. Then as for uh, Bo Horvat, I think he, he being Barzal, Matthew Barzal, was more excited than I was when he scored the goal. He made a heck of a play there to strip that guy and get it to me. Barzi adds, Horvat just seems to be in the right goal-scoring spots. It's exciting. It's, I'm excited. I feel like I got a little more juice out there. It feels like playing with him. It's nice to know that when I turn up and make plays, he's going to be sitting there in the right spots. It's a nice feeling. You know what? 
hearing that from the players themselves is a welcomed thing. And let's just hope that the chemistry between Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal continues to develop over time. It can only get better, hopefully. And maybe, just maybe, Matthew Barzal may have found the missing ingredient that he was looking for. Look, Horvat, this is his career high in goals scored. He has 32. He is not Alexander Ovechkin or Wayne Gretzky or, or, or Sidney Crosby where he's going to get 40, 50 goals every year. But as I've been saying on this podcast for a long time, get me a guy who can get 25, 30, 35 consistently. That is more than enough because a setup guy like Barzal can really work well with that without question. All right, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we're a day late on this one, but how can we ignore the fact that, well, the 34th birthday uh, on Wednesday, Thomas Hickey, former Islanders defenseman, current Islanders broadcaster, a first-round pick, fourth overall by the Kings back in 2007, the native of Calgary, Alberta, six foot, 185 pounds, and made his NHL debut with the Islanders after spending uh, really four and a half seasons in the AHL with the Kings organization, the Manchester Monarchs. Played with the Islanders from 2012-2013 through, well, last year, but you know, spent a couple of years down in Bridgeport sort of as a salary cap casualty. And the thing about, you know, Thomas Hickey that made him memorable, he was never big. He was smart with the puck, knew the game well, anticipated well, and boy, did he come up clutch. To me, when I think of Thomas Hickey, even before you get into his very strong performance as an analyst, the big playoff goal, the overtime game winner in Game 3 of the 2016 Eastern Conference first-round playoffs against the Florida Panthers. The series is even at 1-1. One one. Game 3 was at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And 12 and a half minutes into overtime, the game-winning goal, Hickey from Brock Nelson and Josh Bailey, that was a magic moment. Islanders go on to take a 2-1 to lead in the series, win the series in six games for their first playoff win since 1993. And believe it or not, Thomas Hickey coming up big in that overtime win uh, really was a key ingredient for the Islanders to get there. So happy belated birthday to Thomas Hickey and many, many happy more. That is going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. Our key takeaways from the game against the Canucks. We'll preview Saturday's game against the Canadiens. And we will, remember, that's a matinee, by the way. And we will have a lot more for you as well. Until then, stay safe. Have a great day, everybody. And, of course, let's go Islanders.